0: What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor people I in. I don't think it
1: did cuz they don't sell Doritos Jacked anymore. It's as far as Doritos, I'm concerned. Uh-huh. Do they still still do they still sell Doritos Jacked?
2: Uh, no, they do not.
1: Yeah, right. <laughs> Maybe they do if you go to like specific regions of the country. Yeah. Like for example, um at certain McDonald's in the south, you can get a uh, chicken Mcgriddle, which by the way, they should sell that shit. Everywhere, it's the best idea McDonald's has ever had, especially with breakfast all day. Yeah, you know what a you know what a McGriddle is, right? No. So it's like a um, imagine one of their uh, like a sausage egg McMuffin, right? But instead of it being instead of it being those um, what are they called? Good Lord, English muffin around mm-hmm. the outside. It's like these two pancakes that they inject um, syrup into. I've never had one, but everybody I've asked that's had one says it's the best fucking thing at McDonald's, hands down.
0: I do not know how people go to McDonald's for breakfast. So,
1: my point is imagine if they took out the sausage patty in the middle, right? And they just put chicken in there. That's chicken and waffles. I know it's a pancake, but it's like, that's about it's as close as you can get to chicken and waffles at McDonald's.
0: It's a metabolic disaster. I
1: bet. Oh, 100%. Your toilet the next day I is going to be a war it. zone, but I can't like,
0: justify it. But, man. I bet you it's good.
1: I bet you it's real My good. Oh man. I bet you it's
0: real good. <laughs> Just explosions of flavor in your, in your mouth.
1: mouth. Getting the, uh, the foodgasm, as some like to call it. And uh, speaking of good shit, welcome back to the 2AM Podcast, episode 36. 36? Uh, 36 has officially commenced, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Hello from D- the studio that brings us ac finally oh my god yeah. yes
1: i don't know have we mentioned
0: this on the pod we have plenty of time
1: okay they so they can probably hear times. our pores dude just a just a quick update to our remind Flowing all of y'all. pores yeah um we didn't have ac in our building for how long was it like a month a month or th- two a weeks. month and a half almost 2 weeks out yeah. like a month so, and a half yeah. roughly about and this is like right in the hot season i mean outside it's like 80 to 100 degrees out mm mm-hmm. mhm and it gets toasty in here and what's weird is it's like the longer we sit in here the more humid the room gets because we're all sweating and it's just gross and stuff like that and so when you leave the room and you come back in it feels like you're walking into Florida it's like there's just a doorway it's like Monsters Inc and we open the door and our stew is just in Florida. <laughs> yeah. And it's disgusting. Like, there was a heat wave that you could feel roll out of the room.
0: Especially when you have more than, like, three people in here. Or two I, people, I was going to say
1: more than two people, and it's it, it was a bad situation. Like, we have two fans going. We bought a... One of the fans we got had one of those uh, water cooling systems in mm-hmm. it, which made the room even more humid. Yeah. <laughs> and it really didn't do much to, like, to cool the room off. And it was, oh my God.
0: Yeah.
2: It's just... It's kind of like... It makes your sweat feel cold. That's about it.
0: <laughs> So you're still sweating. but At least we got those heat shock proteins, yeah, though. <laughs>
1: it's true. I mean, I'm just like recording these podcasts dripping sweat. It's disgusting. But anyways, we're back. Back with AC.
0: We're <laughs> back, and we're not sweaty. Back no, with not.
1: cooler heads, quite literally.
0: Yeah, I'm actually wearing a sweater.
1: Dude, I was shivering before <laughs> you guys walked in here. It was oh, that wow. cold.
0: <laughs> It was beautiful. <laughs> it was fantastic. And that usually, wasn't a complaint. That was a yeah. Usually with me it's always my hands that get cold. Just my hands. Cuz you
1: have poor circulation.
0: Well, ever since I was a child, I don't know, just always yeah, my hands. Same here.
1: I I got nicknamed <laughs> in um middle school somebody called me skeleton fingers. Wow. So, dude, in middle hands, school up it,
0: to high school, I had the clammiest hands. I, I fucking hated it. So your hands were cold and sweaty? It didn't it didn't matter what the what the weather environment was. Weird. Yeah.
1: My hands were just always cold.
0: That's why I tried to when I was younger I tried to avoid shaking hands or, or any of that stuff. Zade just
1: was <laughs> Zade was that kind of guy in middle school to bow. <laughs> just a good bow for you. Out of respect to his elders. Mm. Every time the teacher's like, "Oh, great job." and like goes in for a fist bump, Zade just bows respectfully. <laughs> walks out of the room. Dips out. Calls what it a what day. do you what do y'all want to talk about today? Anything that's been on your mind or do you have anything um, that's like viewer requested? Not really, but it's kind of like.
0: Well, we do we do have the whole. Um, yeah, I do want. I, entre- I did get one thing about entrepreneurship. Yeah,
1: we did. I was a that was an interesting viewer. So question. we
0: we can cover it from any angle you'd like.
1: Who who uh, recommended we talk about that?
0: Uh, I don't want to pull it up on Instagram. It's we no, let's give him a shout out. Pull him up. All right, we'll see.
1: get the we'll get you the
0: guys conversation. talk about what as, as for now.
2: Yeah, what have you ever had any like holy shit
1: it works moments?
0: Holy shit it works.
1: Yeah. I guarantee you I have. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Exactly. I'm trying to think, oh, you, and
0: I know I have. You know what? I. So I, wait, wait, wait. This is from our man. This is quite a name. Fabi hey. Pierre Toussaint. Fabi Pierre Toussaint. Fabi Pierre Toussaint.
1: Wait, Bobby or Fabi? Fabi. Fabi, we'll get to I don't know qu- if it's
0: Fabi or Fabi. Excuse me if I butcher wait, wait, your is name. is
1: it an A? It's an A. Is there a U following after
0: that? No, F-A-B-I.
1: Am I Fabi? No, no.
0: <laughs> uh, Anyways, thank it, you for we'll, s- for your question. We'll get your to support. your question we in just you, a man.
1: in just a moment. But I was watching. I did kind of have a moment like that. It wasn't mm. something I made per se. Yeah. But I was watching a documentary about um the space shuttle uh-huh. the other the other day, and the fact that any of that managed to work, whatsoever, there was like multiple millions of parts involved. I think they said like. Two point, some odd were moving parts, and then one point, some odd were static parts. Mm -hmm. And if any one of them failed. The thing blows up. Yeah. The whole (laughs) thing's gone. Or as the the engineer described, the craft is lost. The craft is lost. So I watched you watch the first video of them taking off and you're like, holy shit, that thing's gone. It's going. There's two dudes in there piloting it up into space. They make it into orbit. They do They do like an entire loop and then they come down in uh, Southern California. Yeah. Right? Dude, this thing flew into space. By the way, on like a giant fuel tank with enormous rocket boosters. But it made it into space. And then instead of it like... Now we have this crazy shit where the rockets will land back upright on themselves, right? Mm-hmm. And everybody's safe on board. No. Nah, they flew that shit in like a plane <laughs> from space and landed...
0: On a runway,
1: all thanks, like a plane.
0: All thanks to the entrepreneurship of Elon Musk and all the uh, <laughs> other engineers Dude, yeah. no one.
1: <laughs> they made an interesting point. No one had ever done anything like that in the history of humanity. And there was two men at the controls, but one guy was really piloting it. So imagine being the first guy ever to be on this multi-billion dollar piece of amazing technology that launches you off of the planet And then you're like, all right, here's what you got to do. You got to go, by the way, re-enter the atmosphere. And you have to pray the heat shield doesn't come off. Because there was like 28,000 individual tiles, which is why the spaceship or the space shuttle looked like that. Mm -hmm. And when they were entering into space or exiting Earth's atmosphere, like a good amount of the tiles came off. (laughs) So they had to re-enter and just guess that
0: it might work. Talk about placing your faith into one thing. Into
1: science and math. Yeah, dude. All in, baby. Oh, my God. But
2: I I kind of just remembered one. I guess guess this follows along, but my first time ever green screening something.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I imagine when you were filming that shit, you're like, this looks so dinky.
2: Yeah, I was like, (laughs) oh, God, dude. Everything's off. You know, it's just like, dude, it looks so crappy. But then once I masked out everything besides the green screen. And then like I was all of a sudden in Mars or like at the beach, dude, I, you know, I was just like, holy shit, this is working. Like I can totally key the fucking color green, dude. And it, it was like
1: so mind blowing for some reason. But isn't it crazy that we do that shit over like Zoom calls now? Yeah. And it works well, too. Like I had one that was um, I, my background was the Iron Throne from Game of Thrones. And it's not, <laughs> I'm not even that big of a Game of Thrones fan. I yeah. have nothing against the show. It just wasn't for me. It's just funny. And yeah, and well, what I like to do is I set the laptop up like kind of far away from myself, yeah. And I positioned myself above the laptop, so when I was sitting, it looked like I was posted up in the Iron Throne. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually hilarious. Then I had um, then I just had like some wireless uh, earbuds in, so I could listen. Damn, I
2: didn't know they had AirPods back then. (laughs) Ha! Throwing it off.
0: Back, back during the times of Game of Thrones. Game Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Do you
1: remember that in one of the episodes there was like a Starbucks mug yeah. left on one of the sets? Like they just oh acted, accidentally- they didn't catch it. It was one thing, and since we have a th- like a couple million people watching that show, yeah. everybody just scrutinizes it to no end. So they're like, "The
0: fucking Starbucks <laughs> Westeros." <laughs>
1: you guys want to hear something hilarious that
0: yeah. I just saw?
2: Hmm. Okay, so um, there was a GameStop that was set on fire and looted and everything, right? And then, some guy uh, tweeted and commented, um, uh, "Insurance should
1: only offer them two hundred dollars."
0: <laughs> Jesus.
1: For those of you that don't know, if you were to buy a PlayStation Four right now, just theoretically speaking, for like mm-hmm. four hundred bucks or whatever from GameStop, if you took it in the next day, they'd probably offer you a buck twenty max. Yeah because yep. like it's, it's used it's technically used and it's like we don't know what could be wrong with it and stuff like yeah, that it's, it's like, ridiculous okay, relax but
0: yeah anyways stay on track though Would, uh, um, let's start with one of you what do you guys think about entrepreneurship in general entrepreneurship
1: oh, hard cut man I was, okay. I was gonna get into a whole okay. conversation about something else Ooh. about well we
0: started, with the que- we started with the whole yeah but then I said we'll get back to him. Ooh. how about get- you kiss my ass buster oh oh I'd- you oh. want to throw up hands right now?
2: Yo, dude. Oh, there's mics here, all right? Hey, to be buy careful. There's equipment <laughs>
1: Gotta take this outside. <laughs> this anyway. Do? Entrepreneurship. Well, set up a, or at let's set least up a or at let's start it this way. What stuff?
0: annoys you most about, I guess, the trend of... Entrepreneurship? Being an entrepreneur. The
2: fact that it's called an entrepreneurship.
0: <laughs> no.
1: What bothers me about entrepreneurship is people that claim they're entrepreneurs, but they don't understand what comes along with being an actual yeah. entrepreneur or what being an entrepreneur actually is. They just, I feel like a lot of people post pictures of themselves and they're like, yeah, I'm flexing out here. It's like just a bunch of fake flexing yeah, over just, shit that nobody really cares about. And he's just like, a
2: top rated seller on OfferUp or some shit. You know? Do you exactly. know what it, I like? Not
1: even. He's like fucking, he's ranked like number 50. <laughs> yeah, you know,
0: do you know, know what like I like two, more knowledge. than this Lamborghini?
1: Knowledge. Knowledge. <laughs> Am I right?
0: No, but here's the deal with Ty Lopez he actually makes money. Here's the deal with Ty Lopez. He's actually a very smart individual. Okay. Yeah, he does well. But with But people business. give him shit because of that ad. What,
1: have you guys met Ty Lopez in person? I've they seen all... him in person at a party. I met him in person. I was at a. Um, this was a long time ago. It was at this uh, car rally for um, Salmandrin. Had this. Uh, I forget what it was called. Salmandrin. He had this like car club thing, and um, it was the first meetup that they'd ever done, right? And. Uh, it was at this pizza place in little Armenia. <laughs> <laughs> and the pizza was dang. I wish I could remember the name of it. Their pizza was legit. It's a, how I imagined pizza would be in Italy. Uh-huh. It's like very basic. Everything was made that morning, super fresh. My point is, Ty Lopez is there. The guy I'm with thinks Ty Lopez is like a huge meme, but also kind of looked up to him, right? And I was like, it's Ty Lopez. Like, why not go just like, at least try to say hi, yeah. right? And so my buddy went over, or sorry, we both went over, and um, he was talking to somebody, but we waited, you know, till he walked away from the conversation. And then my, we went up to him and we're like, hey, man, like, we've seen you on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And he just gave us this look like, ugh.
0: Really? Yeah. Just walked Damn. away. Wow.
1: Didn't say like, oh, thanks for this or that. It was just like, ugh.
0: Dude, he I saw him- didn't say like, that, but that yeah, was the yeah. look, you know. I saw him at his house. We managed to get into his party. Really, it's like influencer party. Oh, was this through? Mm. Uh, really cool experience. But uh, we pulled up with a Hummer H one, and um, and you know we 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 bribed like one of the one of the security dudes because one of our friends knew knew him personally. Ty Lopez. No, no. Uh, knew, the security guy knew one of the guys for like the uh, yeah. I don't know if it was security security or car detailing or whatever. But uh, he's very short and he he does have a big head. That's what I noticed. I thought he'd be a lot
1: taller. I don't remember him being that short. Like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, he's short. Like, it was just like... He was he's on ab- the shorter side. He was an average guy. Hmm. That, that, was, that was the case. We're so used to everybody being like 5'11 to <laughs> 6'2, and it's like that's all we hype up. But he was just like... He looked like he was like 5'9, 5'10. Hmm. Like, normal guy. Yeah, what well, do you just, expect them to be like? Six, eight? I think it was so just a Ming distance looking that I saw ass him. coming on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> there were a lot of tall people there. So camera angles,
2: bro. Yeah, camera angles. Yeah, bro. but um, yeah. How do you now, think they filmed Tom Cruise? Like, <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, now, do you think that entrepreneurship? Uh, okay, actually, let's just break it down even more. Now, would you think that success? How, or how would you define success? I think it, I think that's the root question because entrepreneurship relies on success, right? Yeah. And now do you think that we should tie in the question what is success to you? Because it can you know, it can have a factor in how you are portrayed like whether you're an entrepreneur or not, you know? Some someone can be like, "Yeah, you're not really an entrepreneur because your main focus is cash." Now is cash success to you? Or what is successful? A successful operation? Mm-hmm. Or, you
1: know? Well, I think you kind of just said it. Uh, success is defined by the individual. But if you want to talk about being successful in entrepreneurship, yeah. that's a totally different thing.
2: Yeah, because entrepreneurship, I think, relies more on money. Right. How how successful are you within like your bank account, basically? Not necessarily. That's how it's looked at these days. I think, though, I think we can agree that... That's how it's that
1: looked at, but that's not what it is. Yeah, that's not what it is, that, that, which is it's
0: An important distinction. Yes,
2: there's,
1: it's very... We important.
0: can agree that if you want to achieve any success in your life, you have to develop some entrepreneurial skills. Yes. Some characteristics that, you know, the, the stereotypical entrepreneur would have.
2: Yeah. Now, I know Zaid is about to say that it starts with self-discipline, <laughs> self-love, taking care of yourself, that kind of stuff. Well, it does, but Well, it does. Yeah. Because if you're going to live a lifestyle that's like... Way above you, you better have full control. Mm-hmm. So, now, success. Success is interesting. I feel like we should start there because
0: such a loaded term. What yes, is Yeah. What it really? What is.
2: is success? Right now, if you were to ask anyone, any of these like sixteen-year-olds these days that are like entrepreneurs, which is basically just an excuse for you not to go to school um, <clears throat> because you don't want to bother exploring anything well which is i'm not saying it's it's wrong but did you give it a try you know mm-hmm. because i think be a part of being an entrepreneur is giving things a try
1: as well yes a big part well the reason why this hits close to mm-hmm. home at least with me is like it is my degree yeah or at least it's the emphasis of my degree is entrepreneurship oh it's um it's a uh, sorry a bachelor's in business administration with an emphasis in entrepreneurship. Mm -hmm. So I know a decent bit about what it means to be an entrepreneurship. And I feel like the most important thing about being an entrepreneur is you need to be okay with failure. Yeah. Success will not, or it may, but the odds of it coming with your first try are very small. And you're going to eat shit a lot. Yeah. A lot. But the point is perseverance. That's the name of the game. With everything, too. I under- yes, that is true. But, I mean, that, that literally is the game. With an entrepreneur, you want to get into a field that interests you, something that you want to learn more about, something that you think can genuinely benefit the world, or it's a product that you think, if you can sell, will benefit the lives of people who use it. So when people talk about entrepreneurship and they just jump straight to money, out of the gate, it's already a flawed start, mm-hmm. yeah. Because the money realistically won't come for a long time, and to be a legit entrepreneur, you have to accept. That. And
2: well, well, we just heard an interesting quote, which was straight facts. To be honest, um, it was to be an entrepreneur is to not think of yourself as an entrepreneur. Yes, rather it is a mindset, and that's that is just you. Mm-hmm. It's a big difference, because it's crazy how you could just put a label on something, and all of a, all of a sudden. You know, you're just looked at as an entrepreneur now. But before (laughs) calling someone an entrepreneur, you're calling him that because he's just doing it. That's just who he is. Right. He's just doing himself. Now, sorry. Continue. An entrepreneur obviously is very universal. So it's kind of like you can, you could dip your toes into things that you really don't understand, but you do have the the time to to learn more about it, or at least learn about how to make more money off of it, mm-hmm. right? So which is why investing is a thing.
0: I like to define it very very simply. Yeah. From my perspective an entrepreneur is somebody who solves problems. The bigger pro- the bigger problem that you so- or the bigger the problem that you solve, the more money that you make potentially. Yeah.
1: Um, well that's just business. It's a different attack. That's just all that's just what business is is you're trying to solve problems yeah, for people yeah, usually, yeah. right? And that can go to any industry per se. Yeah. So like, let's just say cleaning the oceans. Let's start there. Uh-huh. Big problem. There's a it's a very big problem, yes. massive problem. And there's companies that are out there that are starting to, starting to fix that problem, but they can generate revenue through it. For example, I forget what the name of this company is, but basically what they do is they go out, they collect a bunch of plastics in the ocean and stuff like that, recycle it, turn it into beads and like bracelets and jewelry, or I think even clothing now and the main purpose for that is to sell it so that they can go out and keep cleaning the oceans. Obviously, they can make money off of it and it's a business model for them that seems to be working pretty well, Mm -hmm. so that's good. They're being very entrepreneurial about cleaning up the environment, Yeah. right? Then you can go to the exact opposite extreme, right? So, like let's just say a weapons manufacturer. Mm -hmm. Big leap, right? But they're trying to do the same thing. There's a problem of, there's a, sorry, there's a uh, demand problem. There's a demand for, let's just say, guns, right? So these companies come in and they try to solve the issue by making guns and then selling them to countries or individuals, right? Yeah. So while they're solving problems, it doesn't necessarily make the world better. They're just being entrepreneurial in the field that they choose to get started in. Mm hmm. Which I, when you said solving problems, I thought that's what you meant by it, which is why I'm going on this tangent yeah. right now. The big part about being an entrepreneur is also having the ability and the drive to learn. Because I feel like a lot of these people that get involved or claim to be entrepreneurs, air quote, and then they just do drop shipping. Right. <laughs> they <laughs> like
2: titles. Like they like saying, oh, I'm the founder of this and I'm the founder of that. And it's just more attention based. Then.
1: Yeah. A lot of it is just for the flex. It's to build their air quote public clout. Mm. And they just want to look better in society. Yeah. Right. Thank you. So Instagram. like the drop the drop shippers and stuff like that are a big example for me. They're like, you can make this much money and this and that. And I'm like, yeah, you can. But you're not really learning much about that industry, in my opinion. That's interesting. All you're doing is you're just all you're doing <laughs> is you're looking at trends. Your job as a drop shipper primarily is to be able to understand macroscopic trends in terms of buying and selling products. You have to be able to look into the future and read into stuff. So like smart drop shippers before COVID-19 would have been able to look in the news and see as early as fucking December of 2019 and January that this is probably going to get big. Mm -hmm. So what do they do? They stock up on masks. They stock up on hand sanitizer. And then they drop ship that throughout the country once it gets crazy yeah now you're like aren't you taking advantage of a situation no because they bought that entire shipment before the pandemic happened before it was even public or it was like popular to go out and sell that Mm -hmm. shit so for me drop shipping personally is a very easy thing to get started in it's you're probably not going to make a lot of money off of it, just like cryptocurrency, mm-hmm. just a personal opinion. So every time you see those articles like, make 60 grand a month off of drop <laughs> yeah, shipping. Like, see,
2: that's what's funny is that now entrepreneurs, look, <laughs> they're, what they're doing is that they're making money off these ads too. So it's like, do you ever wonder how you can make 60K in a week? You know, like yeah. shit like that. And you're like, oh, that's crazy. Why is this being advertised worldwide? If it's so easy to make, why is this guy selling a book on how to step-by-step step get started? Because they're the,
1: selling you h- on experience. how to sell. Oh, a- oh, no. Or better yet, why are they selling you this shit? Because they're making money. All you're doing is no. you're helping them. No, they're not. Well, yes, you're, you're helping them by buying their program or their <laughs> yeah. book or whatever. But if they really had some divine knowledge, yeah. some real crazy, like, <laughs> I'm making a shit ton of money, why would they give that to other people? Yeah. There's no point. Be, There's zero incentive.
2: Secret it's supposed to be like your craft exactly. that you hold on to and then people should hire because you're the only one that knows how to do this. Yeah. Correctly.
0: That's that, that's the issue with the ceaseless marketing that's happening right now. It's yeah. because it forces it forces p- gullible people to believe or to think that everyone should be an entrepreneur. Uh-huh. And not everyone is cut out for it.
2: Yeah. It takes a mental like, dude, it takes physical, mental and just emotional strength. Like it's kind of like It's not a joke, really, because if you haven't mastered yourself, you should not really be jumping in and diving into that Mm -hmm. because (laughs) you will lose your mind. You will. Nothing will make sense. And especially the fact that you have to be constantly learning when you hated school (laughs) and, you know, you're dropping a lot of money into this.
0: Yeah. So you have to
2: set yourself up and prepare, especially if you don't come from a place where it's just kind of like, you know, um, like you have a lot of money
1: or whatever. In my personal opinion, yeah, and a lot of people would be happy to tell me I'm wrong. The deal with entrepreneurship, just the name, mm-hmm. what is it kind of, what connotation comes along with that? Influencer. That. Influencer money luxury. Money, yeah, money now. That's what it primarily yeah. like, or what people think of when they think of entrepreneurship. Yeah, luxury. I lifestyle. can make money now. That's not the point. Realistically, if you want to grow and have a successful business or one that, you know, does well in the marketplace, it has a good share of the market, it's going to take time to develop.
0: Yeah, like we like, you know, when we started this podcast, we didn't have expectations to be making 10,000 a month within the first three months of doing this. We
1: were just happy to upload when we saw that, like 50 total views across like 12 episodes or something like that. We were hyped. Stoked. Stoked. We were like, oh, people are listening. Yeah, like that's super cool like it was a surprise know? yeah because we were doing this for us exactly because this is what we do <laughs> yeah we're like why don't we record it yeah but why
0: are, why are we doing this because we're focused on the long term exactly we understand that there's real exactly. fucking money to be made by doing something that we enjoy yeah. and at the same time it's five, also 10 a detachment
2: from, from the rest of the week and the BS that we have to go through so we get to sit down and discuss a bunch of things because we all read on our own time mm-hmm. and it's just nice to bring things to the table it's yeah
1: just, you know and, but my point is they talk about getting money yeah. now and what the real goal should be is to have money later. And I don't mean like way, way later. I don't mean like when you're 70, that's when you pull out like all of your money out of stocks and now you got your whatever. No. You could, if you play the stock game right and you can just read into trends and you keep up with current news events and you can just look at trends and whatnot, you can grow your money slowly. But once the money comes in a little bit and then you have like, let's say you start with $100 mm-hmm. through stocks and then within a year, it manages to grow to like 25 grand. Yeah. Theoretically, I'm just theoretically guessing. That's a big return. Uh-huh. But a year is also a long time to be messing around with stocks, especially if you're probably playing around with smaller, mm-hmm. smaller priced, mm-hmm. right? Once you have that 25 grand, then you can invest into bigger companies, right? Yeah. That have higher return rates or have a higher rate of growth. Or maybe you can invest into a smaller company that has the potential to grow. Yeah. For instance, look at Tesla. People act like they popped up yesterday. They've been around since like, I think it was, um, they started in 2006 yeah, it's a while. It was like when they uh, first had the concept for working on the Lotus, yeah. which was the original Tesla Roadster. It was a converted Lotus to be an EV.
2: Oh, wow.
1: Yeah. Did not so here that. we are 12 years later. They are now on top of the electric car industry, which in terms of being a car company, not a long time mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Ford's been around for what? Over hundred years? Yeah. So <laughs> my point, my point with that is you just need to be able to look at the markets, look at the markets, be able to read the trends, get with the times. You need to think about five, 20 years from now. And not you and can't not think just, about today,
0: mm. not just about entrepreneurship and money too. Like within everything in your life, exactly. Like training, why do we go to the gym? It's not just to build muscle now; it's to make sure we maintain muscle so that you know when we're old, we have a higher quality of life and that we're healthier.
1: And our bones are more dense. Yeah. And like it's projecting it, five, ten, fifteen, healthier. twenty years it, into it the future, it helps with
2: you day to day too. sleep, yeah. better yeah. sleep,
1: exactly. a better day, a better mood, healthier skin.
0: Fucking like everything,
1: l- dude. Like, let's be real. Miss
0: me with all this short-term <laughs> shit.
1: When was the last time you had, like, a super hard workout at night? Like, oh. let's just say when you left the gym, there was an hour and a half to two hours before you went to bed. Yeah. And you're just dead. Um, all you want to do is sleep at that point.
2: I want to say last year,
1: um, around August. Well, all the gyms have been closed, so yeah. that's kind of an unfair question. But yeah,
2: but that's I can remember that day, specifically. Yeah.
1: But that's the best, it was tough. right? Yeah, I forgot I had friends.
2: For a second. <laughs> I forgot the world existed. I swear to God. Like, all I wanted to do was just pass out. Yeah. Just ready for bed. Yeah. And, and that day was the day I was doing, like, sled pushes and shit, too. Mm-hmm. I was
1: done. Because, like, I mean, if you just think about, like, humans historically, what did we do all day? In the past. Build shit. Build shit. Run around. Transfer constantly shit. Constantly moving. Mm-hmm. Lifting heavy things. By the end of the day, like, you almost have no choice but to go to bed. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're just so dead. And now all we do is we just sit around for probably eight plus hours a day. We're walking not very quickly, the other majority of that, or we're driving. And the most exercise people get is probably at the gym. And it's like, for some people, it's just half an hour. I
2: feel like back then it was like, damn, it's 7 (laughs) p.m. Now it's like, damn, it's 2 (laughs) a.m.
1: You know, (laughs) the times have changed. Yeah, uh, very much so.
2: It's crazy, man.
1: Yeah. Entrepreneurship is a very weird subject for me. Um, it's because it's um, well, obviously, as I mentioned, it's like the field I'm going into. But at the same time, it's like, do you guys get the feeling that an entrepreneur is just a JV businessman? And what I mean by that is when you look at a businessman, yeah, I feel like primarily people would think, oh, he has one job, like he does sales and stuff like that. He's a businessman. No, they usually have their pockets in multiple things. Like if you have your own company, like a big. Let's just let's just say a Fortune 500, right? Mm-hmm. You know how many industries they have their noses in? They're entrepreneurs, dude. Yeah,
0: yeah. They diversify well,
1: exactly. I'm gonna say this. Ring,
2: ring. Hello, hey, can you hear that? Nah, can't hear nothing over the money calling. You know, <laughs> like, <laughs> like that kind of. Crap. That, that's what expli- That's what describes um, entrepreneurship to me. Is now influencers are entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because they figured out a way to make money doing something that takes three seconds.
0: It's just been diluted. Yeah, While it's just being a an it's numbers is. game, dude. And I understand that not everybody is going to become, you know, whatever, successful yeah. entrepreneur type. But at the same time, I think most people can learn how to develop develop it as a mindset. To go from the employee mindset to, um, you know, having your own business type of mindset. Yeah.
1: And I mean that could be that could be realistically anything as well. I mean that could be like I just said, you have a Fortune 500 company that primarily works in distribution, right? Mm-hmm. You're like, uh, oh, let's dip our noses into the medical field. That's a whole new branch. Yeah, and that just makes you more money. Or if you want to get really simple, you go down to a guy like let's just say living in, I don't know, name name any state, whatever. Arkansas. Just, yeah, Arkansas, and he has a <laughs> he has a minimum wage job. And he has a small house, but he's living with his family and he's happy and he wants a little bit extra money. What does he go do? He goes, he, theoretically, let's just say he goes and mows like all the neighbors' lawns and each of them pay him like 20, 20 bucks or something yeah. like that to do it. Right? That's the thing.
2: You have to be that's, creative that's as well.
1: That's entrepreneur. That's like an entrepreneurial mindset.
2: Yeah. There has to be no wrong and no shame in doing exactly light things because you're collecting money at the end like of the day. Like to- you You're looting money. That's what. It's, dude, you're going around. It's like literally war zone.
0: Dude. And you're just going to these to this places. till this day to, to this, this day, day. to <laughs> this day jesus um gary v you know gary vandershock of course no, so he owns one of the one of the biggest media companies um in the in the world i believe but he's mainly uh, stationed in new york he still goes out to um yard sales and finds specific things that he can flip because he just loves the game yeah he loves to do that that's yeah. what he's been doing from a young age mm-hmm. It's fun. I mean,
2: I do I do that a lot.
1: Yeah, it's fun and he
0: makes. I used money.
2: to I used to go out to really far places where people would be selling like vintage things, and I I'd, I'd kind of know like in the back of my head like like a price check of what these are actually valued at, and then if they were cheap enough, I'd go out, spend an hour and a half driving to go pick it up and then resell it, and it just made me feel good. So I was yeah. like, and it was it was fun. Screw it, yeah.
1: Um, sorry, you said something mm. a couple seconds ago. Sure, that is an interesting point, right? Mm -hmm. And it was, uh, you can't, no matter what the job is, like, you just can't let it get in your way. Like, if it helps you make money and it doesn't hurt people, yeah, like, go for it. It reminds me of a quote, and maybe this isn't the right person to quote, but Marcellus Wallace from Pulp Fiction, Mm -hmm. when he's talking to um, Bruce Willis. Yeah. I forget what his name is in the movie, but he's like, he's like, pride fucks with your head. Mm -hmm. Fuck pride. Like, mm. like yeah. just uh, I'm like some things, you know, where people are like, I can't do that. That's beneath me. Yeah. yeah. Who, are, who are you? Who the hell are you? Yeah. Who, I've hell? had that mindset before. Of course. Well, we I all know.
0: have.
2: And that's when you you check yourself. Yeah. And you're like, no, I'm better than that.
1: Yeah. I, I feel I, be, I feel like everybody's been there, mm-hmm. especially with our generation. We're so and entitled. just just
0: like the greatest athletes, they don't they do not. I mean, they care about money, but that's not what they're in the game for. They're focused on the performance, the practice, just getting better at the craft. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan. He didn't give a fuck about, you know, all these Nike or whatever sponsorship deals, Air Jordan, all of that. He was just maniacal about his approach on becoming a better better basketball player. Yeah. And from that, you're sitting on a billion-dollar legacy. Yeah. Billion-plus-dollar legacy.
1: One of the most recognizable brands across the world, uh-huh. aside from, like, McDonald's, Disney, or... Um, yeah. Yeah. No, I, I think McDonald's is like globally the most recognized brand. Or is it Coca-Cola? I think it might be Coke. Coca-Cola. Yeah. I think it's Coke. Yeah, yeah. but still That's entrepreneurship. Insane. It's a interesting topic. Well, very,
2: very. Yeah, it, it splits into millions of paths and there's no real way of actually
1: defining it, especially in today's terms. <laughs> I mean, like you can define it, but it's just it's
2: just that definition doesn't really mean anything anymore.
1: It's skewed. Yeah, very
2: yeah. much.
0: And entrepreneurship is like synonymous with, oh, I drink my green juice every morning. Yeah. I fast sixteen hours. It's all a day. about the
2: lifestyle, dude. That's what entrepreneurs leading to now. It's kind of like, oh, do you want to live the
1: luxurious lifestyle? Or well, not? what's funny is people will point at us and be like, you guys are entrepreneurs, aren't you? Technically? No. Because you have this growing business and you want to just keep selling and I'm like I'm like, Well, theoretically, yeah. You could say that we're technically entrepreneurs, but I think the way that we're going about this isn't in that mindset of making money off mm-hmm. of it. Oh yeah. We're just in it more for the experience and to see how it develops. And like, I'm just more, I'm just more excited for fan interaction.
0: And because we know I it will grow. grow. We're like, not going to stop.
1: Like, I, I mean, can't wait for the point where we can go out, like if, sorry, we can go out into like other states and then just like have little 2 a.m. live meetup things. Yeah. It's going to be so And trippy. then we can just like record the podcast in like a a Hilton sweet like conference room and then when you have like a hundred people show up and everybody there's just stoked and afterwards everybody's like just chatting having a good time yeah and then you all scream we're going to so and so's after this and then everybody mobs there just have a great time at that bar or whatever yeah like it's gonna be so much
2: fun it it really is and it's all it comes down to experience what have what have you done in your life
1: for yourself exactly
2: and it's not it's not all based on money it's based on experience dude because even making money is an experience.
1: Yeah, it is. It's true. Boom.
2: It's yeah, true. I think we tackled entrepreneurship. Was right that now. good enough for you, <laughs> Fubby? <Was that laughs> yeah. Thank you for the question, though. Yeah, Interesting conversation. much appreciated.
1: That was a good one. But um, I wanted to say something to you. Sure. Because um, I, I was watching <laughs> a video earlier. Why not me? No. I'm talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) Son of a bitch. We'll talk to you right now. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate Um, the love. I love you, dude. Do you guys know about a series on YouTube by Corridor Digital called VFX Artists React?
0: I've heard of Corridor Digital. No. So,
1: Corridor Digital, they were really big back in the day because they were were a production house that worked primarily with, um, do you remember Freddie W.? On YouTube, he made the rocket jump oh, video, yeah. and then he did like Freddie Wong. Yeah, and then he did um, light painting, but with guns uh-huh. and stuff like that, and a whole yeah. bunch of other crazy videos. The,
2: the lightsaber crap at home.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's like really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. But they have a series on Corridor Digital, not the Freddie W channel, and it's a VFX artist react. It's basically, it's a VFX house. That's what they do. Like, and they review footage from movies, television shows, um, and a bunch of other stuff. And then they react to the VFX and they give an explanation for how it works. I did
2: see this. It's
1: one of the, in my opinion, it's one of the best series on YouTube. Like it's fun. They're very knowledgeable and you learn a lot. Mm -hmm. And I was watching an episode today and they were talking about, there's two things that I really wanted to mention. And then the first one is the Lego movie. They were talking. Yeah. They were talking about. So have you seen the Lego movie? (sighs) No. Okay. The Lego. Have you seen like a trailer for it at least? Yes. Okay, The so it looks real. Okay. Like, it looks like a legitimate stop-motion animation movie. Mm-hmm. Everything is lit perfectly. Everything, like, the textures on each of the Lego pieces is there. Like, you can actually see the seams that would be put onto a Lego from the process of molding it. Mm. Right? Like, you know, on a Lego character, their hair, it, like, has that little seam over it. They add that detail in to the movie That's and cool. then there's like individual ridges and then subtextures on that and what really helps it make it look real is this new system that they had for lighting mm-hmm. right so if I remember correctly most animated movies are shot with an f-stop light value of 12 mm-hmm. and then the human eye is um is able to perceive at an f-stop value of 20.
0: You already lost me. An f-stop
1: value is just the amount of light that would be brought into Into the camera when you're taking an an image. So this new system that they have is called ACES, and it allows for an f-stop value of up to 30. Yeah. So what does that mean? When you watch an animated movie, like let's just say The Incredibles, for instance. Yeah. Like, you know how um, something that's lit with natural light, obviously wherever it's brighter, it's going to become less saturated and it's just going to look more like um, a lighter tone. Exactly. Like a direct light hit. Yeah, it's like direct Mm. light and it's kind of blown out just because of how much light is on it and how the object that it's on diffuses that light. So with the f-stop 12 value, you don't get that. And that's why animated movies tend to look animated. Like they don't have that realistic lighting proportion. It would just be too hard to work with. Well, the Lego movie has the harshness of like the actual sun. So when you look at certain things in the movie and the way they're lit, it's just like a straight white reflection. Mm. Like, and it looks like light and it gleams like, or there's like a the glint of light on it and stuff like that. And it's just unbelievably good looking and crisp. And that F-stop value and like having what looks like that natural light coming into the picture is what makes it look so real. Mm. yeah. And I thought that – I i don't know. I wanted to get your opinion on that because, I mean, that's your world.
2: That is fascinating, and that is a huge improvement within the VFX world, especially like considering that they're replicating an actual like
1: optic image. Right. Right. To that's, even pass what the insane. human eye can
0: see. Yeah, dude. I'll, ha- I'll have to see an example of this after. Because watch
1: it. It's a good movie. You should watch it. Because
0: it's
2: a render. It's not like – camera footage that's being rendered within the brain of the system of the camera and then transported and then compressed and then doing all that. This is completely uncompressed. You can, you could literally have it any file size you want. So the quality, there's no limit. Really. No. It's just uh, like you can monumental. render like a 30 second clip for four months if you wanted to.
0: What in the hell? Yeah. Well, we got supercomputers. We, and sh- we wait, don't even, we don't even have
2: long? projectors to handle that. So it's like, there's no point in that. He's
1: right. Though. But, but <laughs> He's it's, right.
2: It's, it's literally insane. But yeah, I mean, like after seeing the Incredibles as well, that blew my mind. The, the second fabric one, quality. Right? Yeah. No, the third one. Was it the third one? Second one. Second one. Um, yeah. The quality of fabric, dude. It's like you yeah. forget that this was made on a, on a freaking machine. Mm. Like, it's just insane. Yeah, it's animated. But like when you look at like clothing and the texture and the seams of every string. It's, it's just so perfect. It's just I, it's I like. You to can even at, see the dust. I, like I was to, about to
1: say, you know, when you like look up really close on a shirt and you can see like that fuzz kind of yeah. coming off. They had that. They had that in what there. The, yeah, it's like straight up realistic.
0: I like to look at um, trailers for uh, for like the latest video games to see how how much they've progressed. Oh yeah, my God. it's insane. Cutscenes in video games now look like legit movies. Yeah, it's just like,
1: it's where just are we that. going
0: to take this? Or are we going to, going to take the the fu- freaking
1: Elon brain implant yeah Give or us it just the brain. it puts you in it matrix i imagine mm-hmm. it's going to look almost exactly like the um it's it's a hybrid of two things do you remember do you sorry have you guys seen black mirror Yes. Mm -hmm. Do you remember the episode? uh, This is in the newest season where it was the two dudes are playing a fighting video game. Yeah. And they attach that thing onto their head, and they their eyes like glaze over. Yeah. And they just kind of go into the world. Mm -hmm. I think it's gonna be exactly like that. I don't think your eyes will glaze over. I think you'll just close them. But like, I watched Blade Runner twenty forty nine the other day, and in order to make um the main villain of the movie Mm -hmm. be able to see, he had this thing uh, implanted right behind his ear. Mm. And then they had these like bits that he could put in there and they would attach to different things. So like one of them was he had these two drones that flew around and they acted as his eyes and that's how he was able to see stuff. That's That's, true. That's what I think it's going to look like more where it's like these individual little like bit things that we can put in. So Uh like, for example, Call of Duty Battlefield or whatever this uh, new Call of Duty is called Warzone. Yeah. It's just going to be this like little rectangle looking thing that you just put onto the side of your head, and I assume you'll already be connected to Wi-Fi with that shit, and you'll just black out, and then you're in the game.
0: Dude, good luck getting people out of the house
1: after that. They won't.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you want to go outside? Let me just...
1: The scariest (laughs) thing is I think people will genuinely forget that they're in a video game, and then they're like, holy shit, I haven't eaten for like 16 hours. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe it'll be a good way to lose weight.
2: Yeah, fasting. True. I mean... Uh, me personally, I've never really been a video game
1: person in general, so it's kind of like, it's hard for me to just sit there anyway. But imagine if you were taken there. You could feel everything. Dude, uh, honestly, like, imagine vacations in the future. Like, Dude. theoretically, what if they did an entire completely accurate map of Venice, Italy? Yeah. 100% every street is right, down to the individual grains of, like, rock that got chipped off of the floors are there. Mm-hmm and it's 8K or whatever, like the ultimate definition, and you can feel everything, the wind blowing through you. You can taste the food, but you're not actually gaining weight. Yeah. like you can, you can interact with other people, because I imagine it would be an online medium, and it's just people exploring the city.
2: Well, I, I still think that no matter what, how close you can get it, there's always going to be that artificial aspect, and nothing will beat walking the earth, for sure.
1: The crazy thing about it, though... Is that it sends impulses through your brain is how i imagine this would work in the future right yeah so i don't really know this isn't my area of expertise but what i imagine they would do is they would send electrochemical signals through your brain that tell you like when you bite into that burger you feel the bun collapse yeah you can literally smell so indistinguishable from reality completely indistinguishable yeah i don't know i feel like there's a little bit of a disagreement with me i just don't think
2: it'll be that crazy it won't. It's
1: going to take time, but.
2: Yeah. I don't think it will be like 100,000% accurate, if not better than real life.
1: I don't think it'll be better unless they do like the crazy shit. Yeah. Like, unless they have like a world where you can just fucking fly or do whatever, yeah. which they can have. But I mean, if your brain, all it does is process the signals that are picked up from other parts of your body, mm-hmm. why couldn't they theoretically? send signals into your brain that do the same thing. Yeah. But that replicate it. Because think about it. This what would way? the difference be? So if
2: you're sitting there at home, wouldn't your brain technically have a problem sending signals that you're sitting down as well? <laughs> I think you could block those. That would be insane.
0: Yeah. Well that would have to create problems. Yeah. But me problem. know-
2: knowing the
1: better decision, I obviously would choose walking the earth.
0: Well yeah, all three oh, of yeah. us would choose would choose yeah
1: real. Well that's what we know right now. Yeah. Yeah. Because I mean like theoretically.
2: I honestly don't even want that to happen. Because screw that it it might. It might. Honestly, like that might be I would be like in disagreement. I'd be like, why does this exist, man? Like what's left? What what airlines are gonna tumble down now? (laughs)
1: They're just travel will be unless they unless they figure out a way to make it cheaper than airfare is gonna be super expensive. Yeah. But then again, what's the point? All you gotta do is go to Target. And then you're like, oh, I got the Europe collection, the Ur- and then <laughs> and then you can just mob around in Europe, like theoretically. Let's say you make your own server. I got the so Europe have, Forza collection. Oh, you can yeah, have you the have whole the experience. Entire- you can get the flight simulator edition. Exactly. And then go to Europe. Right? Yeah.
0: You get. That's that's too crazy. Like
1: let's say it costs like theoretically thirty grand. Yeah. Th- better yet, it costs a hundred thousand dollars for an entire replica of the globe. Yeah. Down to exact detail. There's shuttles. There's, sorry, there's... um, Not shuttles, good lord. There's uh, satellites that orbit above Earth and take not only pictures of the landscape. Mm-hmm. They take heat signatures, infrared. They do. It's unbelievable quality, so they can zoom in and get all the finest of details. It's Earth to a T. Right? Yeah. And you can explore the entirety of Earth and it's 100 accurate. Everything you taste will taste real. The experiences you feel are going to feel real. And it's hundred thousand dollars, and you have it forever.
0: Miss me with that 5G implant, though.
1: <laughs> Powered by Verizon. How wild would that be? By then, it would probably be like 10G. Like that's really expensive, but the entire globe. Yeah, of course it would, dude. Be it would be everybody's dream. What? What? What's that like? One question that it's there's all those stupid questions where it's like. Oh, what superpower would you have? We, we answered this question. If you were on a desert island, like what thing would you want to eat for the rest yeah. of your life? But there's, all, there's that question where it's like, what would you do if you had the whole globe to yourself? And you can for this amount of money. It's all you. You can snap your fingers and you're anywhere on the planet. And it feels like you're there. And it's indistinguishable from reality. Wow, dude, that seems like the entrepreneurs will rise for
2: sure because they're taking vacations <laughs> every day, you know?
1: I don't know. (laughs) I think. Just make digital dropship money. I think it's like genuinely a possibility. There was this book I read a long time ago. It was book four in a series called Pendragon. Yeah. And I mean, it's not like really an adult book. Like, it's made for what is it called? Uh, Young adults. I guess that's what the category would be. But all the books are very fascinating science fiction stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And in book four, they go to a world where basically all people live in pyramids. And they live in these like, kind of like, shelter things. Mm-hmm. And what they do is they can relive memories. And they have uh, people that operate the, the uh, pyramid-looking things. And they attach these uh, pads to your stomach. And then there's food that uh, they figured out how to be able to transfer through your skin. Right? Like you can get nutrient. You can get all of your daily nutrients like transferred through your skin, so you technically don't have to eat. Then they did. Um, Muscle stimulation uh, via electronic or via electronic shocks and stuff like that to stimulate muscles so you don't fatigue when you come out, right? And these people would be in there for, in some cases, it was like years in the book.
0: What's the point of being alive then?
1: I mean, at that If point, that's going to be your lifestyle. You could, well, you could do anything.
0: Okay, you could do anything. You're, but-
1: you're literally boundless. In that book you actually were bounded, because I think it was just memories and stuff like that, if I remember. It's been a while since I've read it, so I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But you are literally boundless. There's nothing you can't do. You wanna fly, go fly. You wanna be like that dude in Bioshock, snap your fingers and something in front of you's on fire. It could be that way.
0: Talk about first world problems. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what do you mean that's not what do you mean first world problems by that?
0: Well, here's the thing. Okay, let's say let's say this technology gets out, it costs hundred K, right? I'm yeah. just
1: I'm just saying. But Only that's the what, wealthy that's a, can afford that. That's a big expansion, like yeah. that. Dude, it's the full globe. Mm-hmm. I obviously you do smaller stuff where it's like, oh, I'm, I'm in like this one city, and that could go for like, what, like five hundred bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. The date simulator, <laughs> or, or going, dude, <laughs> dude,
1: better yet,
2: better oh yet, my right? my God, you could do that. It just hit me. Hmm. Now, what <laughs> if like. Real world airlines and shit start buying into these expansions and the expansion packs and then their actual functioning companies within that world.
0: That, that's
1: a so possibility. Like when
2: you get it, you can't really go to Europe unless you buy this $50 month pass or some shit.
1: On, that's probably what it'll come to. I guarantee you it's <laughs> going to be monetized I mean, up if, the ass. If
2: we're buying characters on Fortnite, which is a free game, right, for like 20 bucks, what's stopping them from doing that? So now yeah. it's just going to be like, f- oh, American Airlines just released their fucking update for their bundle. And
1: that was my, that's my fear. I hate that. That's my fear. That's yeah. basically the argument that was posed in, um, what was that movie called? Uh, Ready Player One. Really? Yeah, because the, uh, the Oasis or the guy that made it originally, mm-hmm. right, he intended it to be free for anybody. And like you could join at any time. But the big downside it was if your character dies in the game, you lose everything. Yeah. So it kind of like... What do you mean it, by everything though? In the game? Everything you have, like, say theoretically um, like I'm just using Minecraft as an example you can carry around like a limited amount of stuff, right? So you could have a shit ton of diamonds or like really... When you die you literally oh, lose okay. everything. Whatever you, you, you looted you, you have like a, a, a crate that fits eight things and then... Or no, things. it's like in your inventory and yeah. also your crate, yeah. yeah. It's just everything you have gotten in that game goes yeah. away, What's the point. Okay. so it kind of incentivized you to be a good person and not to get into fights as often or stuff mm-hmm. like that right it was a big risk because starting over from zero if you're at the top that's yeah it's Oof. gonna take a long time it's hard yeah so the bad guys in that movie they wanted to turn it into this place where it was just all advertising i mean even in the movie they're like we figured out a way or we figured out that the limit that you could fill people's Field of view with advertising was eighty percent before they would have seizures. Fuck that. Yeah. What the hell? Which also, if you watch like any futurist movie, like um, or this isn't a movie, but Altered Carbon, we were watching that in here the other day. Remember when the guy put in the contact lens and it was just all advertising? Oh yeah. That's probably what it's gonna be like, dude. Screw that. Yeah. No, I'm not about it. It's gonna be powered by Hulu. (laughs) Am I gonna get it? (laughs) Powered by. Now this is a different conversation. Would you get it? No. I would neither. I would not get it.
0: I it doesn't interest me. The temptation would be too yeah, great. Sure. I couldn't know. I, I would have to set boundaries against if that. If it
2: was at the Microsoft store and I can test it out, I'd be like, okay, yeah, I'll test it out. It's fine.
0: I would
1: but assume,
2: I wouldn't necessarily buy it. Screw that.
1: I imagine you'd have to get that implant first, though. Yeah. Which... So, you, so you're spending money on surgery. Yeah. And then... That's a big then, investment. Yeah, to get something shoved into your brain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, the benefits, like medically speaking are limitless i imagine right but
2: we also all have different bodies so that there could be like cases that come up where it's just like oh his body doesn't handle this well
1: i'm wondering if Mm -hmm. it's going to turn into like the altered carbon thing where we stop looking at bodies as like these important things and they're things that could just be thrown out yeah and replaced like in the show altered carbon they have stacks which is this thing they put in the back of their they put it in some disc in their spine in between and it stores all of their memories right and um, if you die and the stack is intact, they could just put it into a new body, no problem.
0: Here's the issue Dang. with that: if your life is going to shit, like you're not, you're not in, you're not in a good place in life, right? Mm, yeah, you always have that temptation to go into the virtual realm, and then that's going to come at the expense of everything you could do in real life. Sure, it's indistinguishable from reality, but at the end of the day, you still have to take it off. You can't you can't be in there forever. I mean, I'm sure some people are go- going to die there. Oh yeah, easily, easily. But dude, you you, know, you can you can view it as as a form of escapism, dude. People were doing week long sessions on World of Warcraft <laughs> years ago. <laughs> oh my
1: God, dude. Years ago, like in the early two thousands. Well, they still do. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's my point. I've witnessed like, it firsthand. Yeah.
1: If that shit, like that version of what we're talking about, in comparison to World of Warcraft, like. World of Warcraft is like water in terms of addiction. That thing that we're talking about, the VR stuff or the uh and not not even VR, it's altering your brain chemistry in order to feel that way. That's like endless
0: morphine drip. It's the crack cocaine. Yeah.
1: Version of it. It's too much. It's wild. I imagine I imagine there's gonna be a point where you can make like in game currency in it or there will be a way to make money on it. And then what you can do is have your body stored at a facility will, where they'll take care of it in case you do want to come out and you just have to keep paying that <laughs> bill with your virtual currency. Which will be interesting to see how cryptocurrencies play in that in that world. Mm.
0: Yeah, it's going to be trippy. It's going to be a weird one.
1: 30 years from now is going to be a very interesting time.
0: <laughs> <laughs> First, we we have to deal with the problems we have now, though.
1: <laughs> oh, we do. But I mean, like, just in 30 years, like or sorry in 4 years Elon wants to be on Mars. He wants people to be on Mars in 4 years. Yeah. 2024. We're going to be an interplanetary species in 4 years
2: is his goal. Yeah, wasn't he planning on like his next launch he wants to like provide food or something?
1: I think the, the next soil, I think or? the next launch that he wants to do is probably get to the moon. Yeah. And then he wants to establish the moon base so once they have that up and running by imagine 2024 You have a rocket launch to the moon, refuels at the moon, and then from there they launch it to uh, Mars because obviously the gravity isn't as strong. Yeah. Right. And um, It's a place to get to Mars. And also you could theoretically kind of slingshot yourself off of the moon if you line everything up right. Yeah. Or at least get a little bit of a push off of
0: it. What was this thing you were talking to me uh, earlier about Garcetti? Oh. The whole LA situation as a segue. The
1: hypocrisies of politics. That are hilarious because all they do is they try to manipulate public perception in order to better themselves. So that was a big statement. Um, what <laughs> what Zade uh, what Zade's talking about is, I believe Garcetti, who's the mayor of Los Angeles, was talking about defunding the police by two hundred and fifty million dollars to donate to other like uh, like city projects and stuff like that to help people and mm-hmm. the public good and whatnot. Yeah, he tried to up the uh, federal spending by $125 million, so that it would be in total for the LAPD's police department. or So their budget would be $1.8 billion. And he's trying to act like a hero because he's defunding it by like a quarter of a mil.
0: Still way too much. Yeah.
1: Well, and my point is, he's trying to act like a, a goddamn hero, yet his entire goal from before all... All the Black Lives Matter protests, any of the any of the defund police movements started happening. Was he wanted to increase it? And now, and now he's like, all of a sudden, just had this monumental flip. I'm defunding the police by two fifty. Yeah, they still have one of the highest budgets for any police department anywhere in the U S. Problem, maybe the highest.
0: Like now you, you, s- now, you see the problem with positions of power. <laughs> what do
1: you mean now? I've <laughs> we've been talking about this for a long time. Well, yeah this just needs to be public information because hmm. it's things that aren't being talked about that are really important in my opinion at least dang dude like a lot of the, it just feels like a lot of these um, public officials are just taking advantage of the situation to better themselves like better their image like they didn't give a shit about the movement they don't care about what's actually happening they're like how do i use this to make me look better
0: well yeah look at i mean we were watching ozarks or ozark yesterday And the one lesson that I learned from a couple of those episodes is like, don't underestimate the power of self-interest. Yeah. People will more than willingly go out of their way to fuck you over if it means that they gain something out of it. Unless you have, uh, you know, a really strong character and you really know what your values are.
1: Yeah, that's true. It's just the amount of hypocrisies coming from all sides right now is not unparalleled. It's happened throughout our history for sure, but it's just... it's still astonishing yeah. that we allow it to keep going on without discussing it, without it being discussed openly, at least. That's oh, no.
2: crazy, man. Yeah. But, uh, it's I wild. I have a semi-interesting question.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. go for it. So it's kind of a fun one.
2: <laughs> What's a movie that you wish you can watch as if it's the first time again?
1: Blade Runner 2049. No way. Yeah. Dang,
2: dude. It's a good fucking movie. Explain. What, why, why does that movie...
1: Like, sit there with you. That movie's, like, three hours long. Yeah. Or really close to three hours long. I've seen it maybe five or six times now. Mm. Every time it's amazing. Dang, dude. And every time I watch it, you just understand it better. Yeah. And, like, the intricacies of the plot. And then there's other things that, like, maybe subtly you didn't notice before. Mm-hmm. And I would love to be able to just go back... And watch that movie with fresh eyes, like I did um, in uh, Boston with a group of really good friends for the first time. I wish I could go <laughs> back to that theater, and like we could all just kick it and watch that
0: movie. Again. Yeah. yeah, you just get goosebumps for most of the time. For yeah, real. You're just like the music is great combined with the with the, the imagery. Score,
1: the score alone—that's yeah. like my biggest reason. My God, dude! Dude, in an IMAX theater, yeah. Oh my God, the sounds that they made for Cars in that movie, the. I can't even make the noise with my mouth. It's 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 so otherworldly, but it's on Earth. And the sound that they have for guns, it's like a bark. It's like a bass heavy bark, and it's just all these guns sound so cool. Yeah. Oh my god, everything about it is just amazing. The scores, money, and the VFX are the like some of the best you'll ever see in a movie ever. Just all the to prove my point, the scene where the scene where um ryan gosling's or in the movie he's called joe or a serial number i don't remember but mm-hmm. he has a girlfriend in the movie that's um an ai yeah she's not real but she she acts real a lot of the time because that's how she's programmed to be is to basically her job or at least the ai's job is to react to how the person who purchased it is acting mm-hmm and then be supportive or be just good in that moment for that person. The advertising for the girlfriend he bought is literally whatever you want them to be. And I di- that didn't hit me until I watched it. Like I watched it a couple days ago and I was like, wow. Like the- you watch this character and she's so dynamic and she wants the best for him and seems like yeah. she really cares. And then you like, see this moment where spoilers for the movie, but she dies or she gets destroyed. And he's walking through after he got the shit beat out of him through um, L.A. And he sees this advertisement for his girlfriend, basically, oh. the product. And it's like, whatever you want her to be, she, the best version that you want. And then you're like, you have to go back and rethink. Did the AI actually care? Or is that like how she was designed to be? That's, yeah. It was the- a very fascinating question because you like her a lot as a yeah. character. like. And she really wants the best and she's like into the investigation. But then that scene comes up. Yeah. And you can see he has that moment of Did she even like really care? Yeah. I, or it like gives did she chills? Did she actually way. like love me? Yeah. It gives you chills a little yeah, bit. Yeah, it was yeah. just it's like, like What yeah, about you? Then, what movie? That's the you? world we're <laughs> heading for, though. That's that's <laughs> definitely a thing that's gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. But I'm I'm sorry, I totally forgot what I was even talking Oh yeah, this for the VFX. There's a scene where um his AI girlfriend calls over a prostitute so he can basically like be with a real person Mm -hmm. or just be with something physical and she kind of projection maps is the literal term for it like that's what they use in terms of graphic design like they project i believe they uh projection mapped her onto a 3d model of a body or a 3d a rough 3d model of the actor's body and then they placed her into that scene to overlay with this other actor who was being the prostitute it's really crazy but Basically, it's like when you watch the scene, there's two people there, but there's moments where the faces match up perfectly mm-hmm. when they're moving. And then it's like it looks like the girlfriend, and then they'll be where it's like they fall apart, they go out of sync and it looks like a different person. then it looks like the prostitute. then it'll go back to looking like the girlfriend when they sink up or like the the uh, AI girlfriend runs her fingers through uh, Ryan Gosling's hair. And yeah. And the prostitute fingers like they don't line up and it looks like there's four hands on the back of his head. Yeah. Just
0: one of the one of the craziest some scenes. fucking Hindu shit. Some opacity. It really
1: it really kind of was. Yeah. Just unreal. Yeah. Like to be able to go back and watch that movie again.
2: It's a great choice. What about you? For me, um can I get I'm guess? having a hard time deciding one. But is guess. it a
1: Christopher Nolan movie? Um
2: One of them is, yes. Oh, sorry. One, I... one of one of the two. But the thing is, the other one is actually a more recent movie uh, by A24 Films. It's called The Lighthouse.
1: <gasps> he was oh, talking about Oh, my that. God. <laughs> it was yeah. one of the best movies. That, this guy that, was I, raving I, to me about I, the fucking lighthouse. I wish lighthouse. I
2: can relive the moment I f- watched it for the first time. That should have been nominated for an Here's Oscar. the beautiful I thing. I haven't seen it dude, yet. Dude. So. Oof. Um, I think that movie perfectly described... Um, how the fear within being secluded or just kind of like being alone in a small ass space but that small ass space is in a big ass empty place as well Mm. it's just it's very I don't know dude it puts you in a box that movie and it's just all shot within this fucking room but at the same time you have that whole outdoor of nothing Yeah, just pure water And, and the sounds dude I wanted to talk about oh that Oh my god, so dude. The, I think the mastering of that sound was insane. <laughs> or better yet, the
1: lack of it. There yeah, was the mo- lack of it, but when it hits, oh my oh god. Oh my god,
2: dude, it hits like plus 6 decibels exactly. over everything
1: else. Dude, it was amazing. That like, scene the horn, the siren? My favorite scene of that movie. Yeah. And I'm getting I'm about to get chills like thinking about it, right? Yeah. Is the <gasps> like, Yeah, yeah. That entire um that entire, like, it's a five to six minute scene of Willem Dafoe just going off, yeah. proving how good of an actor he is. Yes. Like, and the amount of emotion that he goes through, through that, uh, like, just, I, I don't even know what you call it. It was like a soliloquy almost. Mm-hmm. It was amazing. And it was mostly silent, from what I remember. It was just the rain and the storm, and he's just popping off on top of yeah. it. Oh, my God. Dude, it's so good.
2: That j- just alone, that freaking intro scene, where it's just like the lighthouse, and then it just shows you the lighthouse in black and white, and then you, you just hear, bah! yeah, bah! and you're just like, what the fuck? Like the whole, oh my god, I love the aspect ratio it was shot in too. It makes you feel like you were in a box, bro. It's, it's like just, you're watching an old movie. Yeah, it's a square. It's a square format. Literally four, uh, four by three.
1: I think so. Yeah. Shot in black and white on film, if I'm correct? Yeah. Yeah. Dude.
2: And there's only two characters in the whole freaking movie, pretty much.
0: Yeah. It's not, a, not an easy thing to accomplish. It's not an easy thing to accomplish,
2: I, I th- accomplish, but it's classic cinema mixed in with modern storytelling. And at the same time, it's just, dude. Oh just God. great storytelling. Great, great all around. That that's Freaky. A- it makes you, you don't even know how to feel. You just feel very tingly at the end of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that movie was... I love how they just left it open yeah. to interpretation. 824?
2: Hats Honestly, off. Honestly, you guys are fucking...
1: Hats off.
2: You guys are doing it right. They nailed it.
0: You just received a 2 a.m. podcast round of applause. Yes, yes. Feel fucking so The sorry. first one
2: ever. First. Yeah, I'm buying the A twenty four hat,
1: dude, for sure. I want <laughs> one. Yeah. I want one uh, If they have one that's like, uh, got like a color sheen over the top of it. Oh, yeah. Do you have a movie? I have another one that I wanted to mention, and I'll, I'll get back to that in a second, but...
0: I've watched. I mean, I've watched movies, but not only a few of them like strike me. Can I guess? Go ahead and guess. Interstellar. That was one of mine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was about to say that might have been. Because
1: his That was movie. my second one. Yeah. And by the way, that was one of the other film technology things I wanted to talk about. Was Interstellar? Mm. Interestingly enough, the like. thing
0: with Interstellar is like, well, it does a good job. Of course, it's it's placed in it's placed on the Earth and then outer space. Yeah. So it does a good job of transporting you like. Almost giving you a transcendent feeling, mm-hmm. and then that combined with with the you know the score is yeah, just... and then the
2: emotional timing, jeez, because dude. you get to you get to see the the emotions of how time is being played with through the
1: fucking characters exactly, it's just, dude. It's it's I like, rush on its own. I one of my favorite things about that movie, mm-hmm. and I think they fucking nailed it. Yeah, was relativity. Mm. Like we we've heard relativity right in terms of. Like just when you're in science class, like oh Albert Einstein, uh, or is it Stephen Hawking? Stephen
0: Hawking. <laughs> Thinking <laughs> of that meme of Einstein getting pulled. Up. Wait, hold on, hold on. No, Albert Einstein Albert, came up with yeah, uh, yeah. Einstein, <laughs> theory of relativity, yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Not
1: not Hawking, bro.
2: Was bro. it? No, it wasn't. It wasn't Hawking.
1: Yeah, you're it was right. Einstein. Anyways, yeah. Anyways, <laughs> sorry, I yeah, just yeah. had yeah. to check myself really quick. But so with relativity, gravity has a, an, an, has a, a direct impact on time. Mm-hmm. Or time correlation, which is how we experience time, right? Gravity. So you can be in an area with um, higher gravity and time will pass what feels like normally to you. But in other spaces, right, it will pass either a lot quicker or a lot slower. Yeah. Right. Theoretically, so like just, just to kind of get that idea out there, if you travel at the speed of light, theoretically, it'll feel as if time has stood still.
0: That's why they show like they're on a different planet, they've aged, you know, it, it seems like a few days there, but back on Earth, it's like 40, 50 years have gone by.
1: The main scene I'm talking about was the giant wave planet that they went on to. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. So they leave, Um, I forget what the guy's name is, but they leave one of the uh, astronauts on the ship, right, mm-hmm. to just look over everything. And he told them before they went down, he's like, listen. Um with the with relativity, when I come back, I'm not gonna look like I'm this age. It's like I'm gonna look a lot older. Like twenty to thirty years older. Yeah. And they said, Ah, it'll be fine. We'll be in and out really quick. They were down on the planet for three hours. They came back and he aged like forty years. Fuck. That is not That's that's the main problem with traveling through the cosmos.
0: That that scene where um What's the main actor's name again? Uh Matthew McConaughey? Yeah, that scene where he's sitting in front of the uh all right, all right, all right. The the little TV box mm-hmm. and then he's watching his daughter speak and he's watching his son um you know go through the process of having his own son. Yeah. And he's just bawling there that, man. that, that pulls moment on your heartstrings.
2: Feels like he is not experiencing time, but the rest of his family is experiencing time mm-hmm. on earth. Yeah. It feels like he's in a very still place. He's stuck. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, it's just it's it's crazy, and it's you 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 can't really experience that. So it's kind of like
1: the way that the movie shows you that emotion. Is just
0: <laughs> That's why we love insane. movies.
1: Oh man, yeah, that was a good one. But uh, the other movie I just wanted to mention really quickly, and I'm really upset because I can't find it anywhere on the internet anymore. What is it? Um, it's by a guy named Don Hertzfeld and a f- like one or two other animators, and it's called "It's Such a Beautiful Day."
2: Oh, this! you told me about this. It's
1: yeah. It's the most intimate, personal movie I think I've ever seen. Mm. And I would guarantee you 80 to 95% of people that see it will probably be like, the fuck was that? Mm-hmm. Like the most random, it felt like it didn't make any sense. But if you can dive into it and dissect it and be able to understand what the creator was maybe trying to get across, it's deeply moving. Yeah. And it's a real tragedy that you can't access that movie anymore. Like, yeah. I, I bought it on Google Play a while back. It was originally on, I think, a Netflix. And then it got transferred to Google Play. And now I don't think you can buy it anywhere. But I, I don't have access to it anymore. It makes me really sad. I'll just, find it for just, you. It's just, it's just such Are going to cry? One. Yeah. That movie makes me cry. Yeah. I'll be honest. I see it's, a tear rolling down it's your moving. cheek right now. It's <laughs> very moving to me, personally. I love it. Yeah.
0: And unfortunately, you guys are going to have to cry because uh,
1: this episode's over. Yeah.
0: 36. six six is in the books.
1: Yes. We're done. Thank you
2: so much for being here and listening. You can check us out on anchor.fm, now YouTube. Please uh, comment, like, and subscribe for more. Uh, we're also on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So, yeah, check us out. Tell your friends. Let us know how we're doing. Send questions. We'd love to answer them. Um, it's been a lovely time it's been been real and hit us with that five star review yeah it's been real fun this is Saeed signing off this is it this has been Logan and we love y'all
1: love you everybody Peace. peace adios